Howdy, y'all. How we doing? All right, there's two things right now that I'm not able to live without. One of them is host defense mushrooms, my community. It's what they're called, comprehensive immune support. I'm using them to not get sick. They're incredible. Uh, it's capsules, uh, 120 capsules of a bottle if you buy the big one. Uh, this, this isn't paid. I'm just letting you guys know. Um, 18 different kinds of mushrooms help you support your, um, your immune system. I haven't gotten sick. Everybody around me has. I take the mushrooms. They don't. Whatever. The other one is uh, Cosmetics Hemp Pain Cream. Cosmetic is a fantastic company. I love them. I use their hemp pain cream for any kind of muscle aches that I have. It's really great. Rub it in there. Get a nice uh, absorption into the skin. They're doing 400 milligrams of CBD per bottle. It's water-soluble, and uh, it, it absorbs into the skin like crazy. It's fantastic. They are a sponsor of the show. They're awesome. This whole deal is made possible by them. So get over there to Cosmedicated.com, C-A-U-S-E, Medicated.com. Use the South of Scruffy promo code SOS20 and get 20% off of the entire order. Check out their uh, tattoo balm and lip balm as well. Awesome stuff. All right, guys, let's do it. All right, welcome in, guys. South of Scruffy podcast. I am Ben Fields. I am the host of this podcast. Thanks for being a part of it. I'm super grateful that you guys are here. Thank you very, very much. Thank you for listening. Today's show, I've got Charity Honeycutt. Charity is amazing. She's an art director and a designer, a stylist. She is an incredibly talented human being and one of the kindest human beings you'll ever meet in your life as well and an incredibly hard worker too. Honeybee Styling and Design is Charity's Instagram handle for her company, Honeybee. Um, they're amazing. They do it all. They've got their hands in all kinds of stuff from you know production to staging for homes, interior design, all kinds of stuff. Uh, she's got one of the best eyes I've ever seen. She's amazing. And you guys are going to get to meet her a little bit. Charity uh, told me a story that I have no recollection of, uh, maybe a very little recollection of, uh, of working with each, uh, the two of us working together in production. And, you know, I, maybe I said something or, you know, had a gesture that, that made her feel validated in the business um, as she was kind of new to it. And we talked about that a little bit and it got emotional, man. It's, it's exciting to know that some little things that seem insignificant can really have an impact on someone's career, even though they don't need the help. Um, sometimes just a kind word is, is very helpful. Uh, it doesn't cost you much at the time, but it goes a long way. Uh, that's just one of the things we talked about. We got into her uh, career, uh, building her business, all the way from you know starting as a wedding planner and then going up to the design side and then getting into the production world. Charity is one of my favorite people to work with uh, on the art department side, on our films, uh, film sets, uh, commercial sets, all that. So I'm very excited for you guys to listen to this. All right, let's do it. Enjoy the show. Swanky. And I'm so excited. It comes out on my birthday week. Does big, it? Big 3-0. 30? Yeah. 
30 was a big one for me. I had a big party in Hot Springs, North Carolina. We had a band play. What? Yeah, at 30 Fest. Me and my best friend, Matt Zach. His birthday is the day before mine. And we, uh, we had a big party at the stage in Hot Springs, like camping weekend. It was super fun. And he, we had a band called uh, the Southern Bells play. They're not around anymore, but they, it was cool. We had like 50, 60 people come out and had a concert two day. Like it was like, a what? Yeah. 30th. Of course you would. Yeah. You going to do something big for your big 30th birthday? No. No. Be working. Because you're busy. <laughs> I know. Well, it was like one of those things we tried to get like a ski trip together, but then started booking jobs, and I was yeah. like, ah. "That's a good way to get work is to plan something." I know, right? And then everything just like falls, never falls. Um, was working the day before my wedding on a job for <laughs> for y'all for us for <laughs> <Yeah>. pop fizz, <laughs> and um, let's see, the day before our party, and like it was like I was like looking back. Probably should have not taken those jobs. My anxiety was a little high, but it's yeah. fine. <laughs> you can't turn stuff down, you know. If somebody a, wants to book you. You gotta take it. As a freelancer, yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta hustle. Well, you're busy as hell, all the time. It seems like. <laughs> <laughs> like I was looking at my calendar today, and I was like, okay, I was like, so if this is. If this is slow season, I was like, what's busy? What's October going to look like? I was like, but it's great. I mean, I'm super excited for the year. It's like one of those hustle, hustle, and I'm finally after the business is six. And so, like. The business is six years old? Yeah. Honeybee? Honeybee. Yeah. So I started it um, while I was in grad school. Really? Doing what? Yeah. So, um I went to undergraduate for retail, and okay. then I had five years of eligibility because I took a red shirt one year. So for, for what? Track. So what'd you do at track? Uh, I was a four hundred eight hundred girl. Had that relays? Is that what uh, that is, or, or no? So I did do relays. Okay. Um, and also just like the open events. And when coach was having a, when he was pretty humorous, he would throw me in like the two hundred. I was like, oh, God, Coach, you're trying to embarrass me out here. Really? <laughs> so do people that run 400 and 800 not run 200? I mean, they can, but that's not their specialty. It's more like just like a training race. Ah. Um, so, I mean, you can you can keep up, but, like, you ain't winning. You're <laughs> pulling up the butt. <laughs> really? Oh, God. Is 200, is that just like halfway around the track? Is yeah. that right? Okay, so 400 is a lap. Yes. So 400 is like. 400 and 800 are two of the hardest races. Really? Yeah. Because they're kind of long distance. But it is a full-on sprint. Yeah. So 800's a half mile? 800's a half mile. And so if you run an 800 perfectly, you're supposed to come through your 400 of the eight, four seconds slower than your fastest 400 time, and then finish your last lap. That's if you run like a perfect 800 race. Gotcha. The likelihood of that happening is... Slim to none. Yeah. I've never accomplished it. <laughs> no one's not but ever. You you were a division one athlete. I was. At the University of Tennessee? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It was um always a dream of mine to be a lady ball. Really? But not in track and field. Really? In yeah. basketball? Oh yeah. Played really? basketball for thirteen years. Big Pat Summit fan. I remember like late in the training room and Pat Summit like walked in. I think I had like heart convulsions. I was really? Like, oh God, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. 
There she is. There she is. There she is. Try not to be a fangirl. Yeah. yeah. So where'd you grow up? Um, I grew up in Western North Carolina, okay. uh, about 45 minutes outside of Asheville. Which way? Outside uh, of Asheville. Let's see. West of Asheville. Okay. West of What city is that? Uh, the girl town of Burnsville. Burnsville. Yes. Cool. Um, the whole town has about a population of 3,000 people. It's pretty small. Pretty, pretty small. We have, um, you know, three red lights. Uh, <laughs> you know, that 45-minute drive to your high school. Um, it took you that long to get to your high school from your house? I rode the bus, yes. Wow. Um, and But if I was just driving in a car, oh, about 30 minutes. Yeah, I've seen you drive. It'd probably be. <laughs> yeah, about <laughs> <laughs> uh, Both parents? Grow, did you grow up with both parents? Um, I did for a good part of my life. Yeah. Um, my dad worked away for the government, and then uh, they were separated um, for about three or four years. Yeah. So pretty much in between, like, kindergarten and fifth grade, it was gotcha. just my mom and I. Gotcha. And dad worked away before that. So my mom and I are like this. Yeah. Like, she came and pretty surprised tight. me uh, on Sunday. And it was like our conversation she had texted me that morning was just— like I joked that the umbilical cord is still still attached. <laughs> and I was like, she's coming to surprise me. You knew it. <laughs> Called her at one o'clock. I was like, hey, what's up? She's like, yeah. I'm gonna exit four oh seven, coming to see you and bring you lunch. Aw. <laughs> so sweet. yeah, she's a really good egg. What why would your dad travel and what was that all about? What was his deal? Um, he was an engineer oh, cool. and he worked a lot on like the Blue Ridge Parkway. He oh, was cool. uh working on like the bridges, like the reconstruction of the parkway, that kind of so stuff. So civil engineer? Yeah. Awesome. So he did like that, and then he also uh, did a lot of electrical stuff too. So he like he then came home and did like hydroelectric and solar panels. Oh, cool! um, All that renewable energy type stuff. Yeah, we're we're good old hippies. Sounds like you're. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like he was a hustler too, like you. Uh, Yes. So my parents actually begged me not to start my own business. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They did, and because. Dad's always pretty much ran his own business, and then he's always had side hustles in his own business. And then my mom, um, she works for one of our other family businesses, and so it's just kind of one of those things. A family full of entrepreneurs? Yeah, yeah. kind of came by it, honestly? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Here we are. Yeah. So sports growing up and all that? Absolutely. Uh, Mother limited me to two sports. Um, one music, which quickly turned into three sports, two musics. <laughs> <laughs> she, it was one of those things. Um, but honestly, I think I have so much to thank sports for. Literally, it really molded me as a person, and especially yeah. when I got to the collegiate level. Yeah. Um, it really uh, propelled me into just like being a hard worker. I was going to say like, work ethic. Yeah. It. I feel like sports teaches you a lot about. Be, well, of course, being competitive, but being a, t- a good teammate and being a team oh. member, people learning how to work with other people, personalities, totally. all that. Yeah, and just like, you know, I think that's one of my big things is like what I do is not not a job for the lighthearted. Like I move shit for a living. Yeah. Like I'm a professional mover. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, but like your eye is so good, and your the stuff I've seen that you've designed, and the rooms that you put together, and all that. Like, yeah, I'm sure moving it's a big part, but your eye is really good. Um, and you've got, don't you have a warehouse full of, like, yes. don't you have your own IKEA or something? You know, I like to think 
think it's a little more well curated than Ikea, okay? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I've spent a few years curating all, all of my junk. But, um, yeah, so we have about 4,000 square feet um, wow. full of all kinds of goodies. And it ranges from uh, wedding stuff. So I started out in wedding and event planning right. and then um, met the wonderful Mary in Canada. Oh, yeah. Um, I love Mary Oh, God, she's the best. And um, she was like— how I even got started in production, she was just like, hey, I'm going to bring you into this world, and it's going to be great. And I was like, okay. I just heard, like, the the word HGTV, and I was like, yeah, I'm in. This yeah. sounds fun. So so back to your, like, starting your your business. It's mm-hmm. So you started it when you were in grad school. Mm-hmm. Were you in grad school for, you said, retail? Or was that for something different? Yes. So was in grad school for sport management. Um, oh, okay. So initially, I was like, I'm going to do – Marketing for a sportswear company, really wanted to work for like Lulu, yeah. Adidas, someone like that. Um, but the longer I went through the program, I was just like, I really don't want to do this. And um, I was literally known as the girl. As soon as we got off the plane when we were traveling for track, I would run to the nearest newsstand and I would get all the local wedding magazines. If I wasn't traveling that week, like Coach Clark would literally get like, wedding mag- magazines for me and, like, bring them <laughs> back. Like, it was a known thing. Like, yeah. get Charity the wedding magazines. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, that I was obsessed with wedding planning or, you know, had my wedding planned. It was, like, I was in love with the design, yeah. with the gowns, the floral, the overall event design. And I would just, like, sit there with my big stack of magazines in the airport and just, like, dog ear all the pages. I literally had men look at me and be like, you are a man's worst nightmare. And I go, <laughs> Like, in the airport. I was like, and so, of course, Charity being Charity, had to tell him off. And was like, what you don't understand is I'm not planning my own wedding. And I was like, I want to eventually be a wedding planner. And my game plan was like, okay, I'm going to go work corporate, like, eight to ten years. Like, get a good nest egg, you know, be responsible, buy a house, do X, Y, Z. And then start my own business. Well, I just eventually was like, I'm broke. Might as well stay broke for a few years. (laughs) And just start my business. What were you doing when you started it in school? Uh, literally, so I just wrapped up my last year of track, and um, I still had the full year of school left. So I got my business license in December um, of 2013. And um, it was just Dude. kind of surreal. Yeah. I was like, let's do it. And it was just literally, I knew exactly what I wanted to call the business. Mm-hmm. Honeybee Events, mm-hmm. which was a play on my last name. Mm-hmm. And um, I literally had my first client. Uh, let's see. It was the week of finals. <laughs> this sounds like a very charity thing to do. <laughs> oh, you know it. <laughs> so finals? No, I'll be fine. I'll be good on finals. Let me take a, oh. a job that's going to work me 20 hours a day. Don't worry <laughs> about week. it. So it was my first wedding. Um, so I, you were planning the wedding? Yes. Oh, wow. Planning the wedding. Um, let's see. I had finals and comps and had to present my thesis. <laughs> I was like, you know, I remember that whole uh, week. And it was, it, was, it was a lot. But it was like I – those clients are still some of my favorite clients to this day. It was a house really? and personal, personal residence. Oh, cool. And um, we just got super close. They were kind of in, like, crisis mode because they had gone into the planning process – and they just needed help. And yeah. so I just kind of came in, picked up the remaining of the pieces, implemented, and then went off flawlessly. 
And it was kind of one of those things. <laughs> I remember I came, the tent was going up at their house and rentals were being delivered and I had to go present like my comps and all that stuff. And I remember I like pulled up to the house and like, um, they were literally standing outside, like my parents are like, did you pass? And I go, yes! And I like ran up and I like, gave them a hug. <laughs> and, oh, that's um, amazing. Yeah, the rest is history. Then um, a client I work with a lot in production, she flew flew me out to California the very next week and I did her wedding out in San Diego. And Man. yeah. so that took off fast. Yeah. <laughs> You've got this personality though where it's like – I can see why people gravitated to you because you've got this personality of like, everything's great. Everything's going to be awesome. Everything's going to be beautiful. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) But that's infectious and people want to work with people like that. Yeah. It's hard to find people like that too. Well, it's just, I I, I like to think I have like a calming presence. You do. And, um, you know, I, that was always like when I would talk to like potential clients, like, hey, I'm just going to be totally upfront and honest with you. Like, something will go wrong on your wedding day. I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Can't tell you exactly. But I was like, it is my job to take care of it and for you not to find out. And then when we get coffee later on down the road, I'll be like, you'll never guess what happened on your wedding day. <laughs> and I was like, then we can laugh about it, but you will never know. So that was kind of like, that's what I like to like hold myself to, though. It's just like staying calm, cool, and collective on a wedding day. It's important. There's a lot of other stuff for people to be worried about on a wedding day. They don't need their wedding planner losing their mind. It's a lot. Did did the design part did that happen immediately or was it or was it just kind of logistics at first or or how did that part of it become such a big part of your world? Yeah, I mean, I would probably say like the first year um I you know, I can't, it really kind of started I helped my best friend plan her wedding. And I curated cool. This was when vintage china was like the new, like the big great thing, and like everybody wanted to do like shabby, shabby chic. chic. Oh Jesus! Never <laughs> burlap mismatch china, yeah, baby's china. breath. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> run. Yeah. Um, but it was like one of those things, like that kind of like I started gathering things, and then I was like, oh, I can rent these to people and like make money off of it, and so so I started storing you know, things back home. And I literally would drive back home to North Carolina to get things to use for weddings. So I was like, this is dumb. Were you living in like an apartment and didn't have anywhere to store stuff? Is yes. that kind of how it went? <laughs> that is exactly how it went. <laughs> this 4,000 square foot uh, space is starting to sound uh, uh, about right. If, if you would have told me like six years ago, you I would have a warehouse like this, I would have been like, oh, no, yeah. you're, you're joking. You're yeah. joking. And um, so how everything kind of evolved, I uh, really for my wedding business was I walked in to pick up paper goods um, from Kate Moore, who happened to share space with Jenny Andrews. I know Kate Moore. And I, know. I know Jenny. And you had an office right beside of them. I did. And that's how I met you for the first that's time. That's true. I was yeah. next door. We were neighbors. We were still On the 100 block of Gage God, the 100 block. And like, underground, too. The original like Gay yeah. Street. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you met Kate. She actually did the stuff for our wedding, the invitations and all that. She's such an incredible designer. She's great. I love her stuff. Mm-hmm. But I should have her own. That yes, you totally should. And Jenny too. Oh yeah. Jenny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um but I had was picking up some stuff from Kate and I walked in and Jenny goes, Hey, <laughs> in Jenny, very Jenny form. <laughs> you know that voice. Yes, I do. And she was like, 
you? I was like, oh, you do? And she's like, yeah. She was like, do you need an office space? And like, this is baby charity. I was like, I want one, but I don't know how much I can pay, (laughs) you know? And I was like thinking, you know, okay, 100 block of Gay Street, you know, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Sounds expensive. Sounds very expensive. (laughs) And then Jenny like threw out like, she was like 200 bucks. And I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. I'm down. I remember, like, my mom was in that weekend, and I, like, ran down. And I was like, Mom, I think I have an office on Gay Street. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, what? I go, let's go up and see it, because I live in the old city. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's really, though, when my business took off. Really? Because Jenny was bringing in photography clients, and then yep. she was like, hey, do you have a wedding planner yet? No way. So you guys were kind of mining from within, like mm-hmm. taking her clients? Yes. That's awesome. And then vice versa. If I got someone first, I'm like, oh, do you have a photographer That's yet? That's perfect. Yeah. And like Jenny and I, she's definitely kind of like my big sister, obviously. Mm-hmm. She flew to France and photographed my wedding. Really? Yeah. That's cool. And um, so, but that's really where I saw like the business like gaining so much traction so quickly. And uh, just grinding. God, I did so many style shoots for free. I was like, oh, God. I'm... But all those things, like, really just help get my name out. Yeah, and... that's what it takes sometimes is working for free oh, or yeah. cheap. <laughs> you know, Haven't we done it? And everybody should do that. <laughs> Anybody listening who, <laughs> who wants to, che- yeah, work for cheap, work for free, just get out there and do it. And you know? that's when you really get to learn, experience things, mm-hmm. and really just, like, people respect you, though. When you do that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, if they see you, like, start at the bottom and just, like, hustle and hustle mm-hmm. and grind. Um, because I have, like, I've talked to people, like, that have wanted me to hire them, and they want to come in at X price point, do yeah. X, Y, Z. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. A, B, or C about you. I've never seen any of your work. Mm-hmm. And you just want to come in making X, Y, Z in the creative field. Yeah. You haven't proved yourself to me. Sure. And that sounds very... Forward. No, 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 it doesn't. I, but it's because of the way that you came up and the way that you made your way. It probably it it makes sense. Yeah. You know, you need to people need people don't need to feel entitled to you know six figure salary starting out. You know, no. you got to cut your teeth a little bit. Oh yeah, you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta hustle. Yeah. So so I remember your I think it was your Jeep parked out front of the of of our offices on the hundred block and you just loading shit in and out of that Jeep <laughs> no. all the time. They used to call it like the circus. Like people would see me unloading stuff and yeah. they'd start going. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the funny part is though, as I totally had a Mustang before oh, you that. Did? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, definitely, <laughs> I remember pulling up to weddings and just like had the seats laid down and I just like packed the circus stuff car. And Twelve oh, people jump out. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like Mary Poppins handbag. You just pull stuff that's Those way cars, too big. <laughs> yes. To come out of it. And then I got my first used box truck, and I remember I decapitated it. That was a really good you thing. sardined it, right? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> did, is that the one that I found for you on Facebook Marketplace? Yes. Yeah. We were looking for jambulance. <laughs> yeah, we were. We were looking for jambulance. I was like, you, you just need to load that ambulance full of full of couches. But I'm fully convinced, though, like that. Like for certain situations, I would love to have one of those. So it would just like already be propped out. Can you imagine just like opening up those compart- compartments? Be like, yeah. oh, here's coffee table books. Oh, <laughs> here's artwork. Oh, here's like miscellaneous like styling items. Like oh, the things that I nerd out about. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> so you, so uh, the Mustang was too small. You got the Jeep. That didn't work out. So box truck time. Box truck time. You still got one, don't you? Yeah, but this, we're on box truck number two. We're Didn't probably, one of them get stolen? Jesus, I have the worst <laughs> luck with the box trucks. 
Yes. So, okay. Decapitated slash sardine box truck number one. Box truck number two. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> he got stolen. Yeah. Um, he, basically, he was being used for um, home burglaries. And oh. just like literally, we the cops eventually found it. We found, like, had about $8,000 worth of merchandise in the back, which was oh, no. real sad. We're working with insurance, though. Still? Still. Oh, man. Um, But totally fine. It's going to be okay. Um, Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. Got the box truck back. First off, okay, this is like a 2000, like, Ford F-350 box truck with Seabrook on the side of it. Yeah. Very distinguished Right. Box it's, truck. Yeah, it's got branding on the side. Branding. Right? From, yeah. Very From whoever you bought it from or whatever. Branding, yeah. yes. Um, but yeah, these idiots just like stole it. And uh, they found it not too far from the warehouse. Um, we found some heroin needles in it. So that, some stuff That's like fun. that. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, golly. Um, so they took all your stuff and hawked it, I'm sure. Sold everything that was in there. Yeah. And, and then the, started to break into more houses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, it's awful. Like, like I said, we eventually got it back. We call her Seabrook, obviously, from the previous branding. I have, like, a really strong connection to Seabrook. We've been through a lot. We've done a lot of jobs together, driven a lot of miles. <laughs> and Elizabeth, one of the girls that works for me, she is fully convinced that the Seabrook needs to go into retirement. Oh, really? Yeah. No. And I'm like, well, I am going to buy a new box truck this year. But Seabrook, she's going to stay. Yeah. <laughs> She should. She's like your mascot. She is. So when we were, uh, when I was a kid, uh, uh, our boat got stolen, uh, and it was the happiest day of my dad's life. Was the day that boat got stolen? You want to know the unhappiest day of my dad's life? When they found it. <laughs> <laughs> that was what Bo said. Yes. <laughs> he was so mad. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they found it. I was just gonna get a new one. Yes. 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 Damn it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that's so funny. Oh, it was funny. So your business your business started with just a little office and, and a connection to a photographer and it's yeah. grown to what it is what it is now. Are there like any big milestones in there? Like just like <gasps> like things that you look back on like this really turned honeybee and made it into like what what it is now. Oh, you mentioned Marianne, like yeah. meeting her. Was that part of that? Definitely. I mean Marianne has played Crucial roles in a lot of my life. A, yeah. my business. Mm-hmm. She was the one that brought me into production. Mm-hmm. Um, she made draft hire me for the very first time. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, hey, this is who I the want the art director. Company draft? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's like, this is who I want the art director to be. You say and, yes to the client. If yeah. they want their people on it, you say yes. Exactly. Yeah. I had not, I'd never done a production job in my life. She it's, just liked your style. Yeah. Is that what it was? And your attitude, I'm sure. Yeah. I think she yeah. saw that. You know, this girl's going to hustle. Yeah. And um, also on that job, I met my husband. And Bo? Oh, oh Bobby. <laughs> the, the honeybee husband, as he has tagged himself. <laughs> this week, we've had a couple of incidents where he's literally just sent me hashtag honeybee husband. Really? <laughs> yeah. Does he end up getting dragged into your world a little bit? Occasionally, it's gotten a lot better yeah. versus when we first started dating because yeah. it was still very, very much like, grinded out mm-hmm. um, process. And at that point, I had 35 weddings and a full production schedule. Oh, my God. The first year we met. So how did you – what was he doing? So he was cameraman, editor, all mm-hmm. the things at so Kind of a Swiss Army knife guy at Draft? Yes. Cool. Doing it all? Doing it all. He was and, on staff there? Yeah. And you came on the production and that's how you guys met? 
yep, he was cameraman that job. Yeah. And he literally had on the Nike wedge dunks. And he goes, so uh, are those like wedges? And I literally was like, yeah, you idiot. That's <laughs> what I was thinking to myself. <laughs> so they're tennis shoes, but they're wedges? Yeah. Is that how that works? Yeah. Have you never seen them? Yeah, maybe. I'm maybe, kind of seeing yeah. them in my head. You're like, oh, that's not really my thing. Yeah. Fashion's not my thing. Man, I'm an idiot too, all right. Uh, no, but. So, so they're like high heels, but tennis shoes? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. No, they're like kind of like the make... sporty spice look. We'll okay. call it the sporty spice yeah. look. Yeah. So he was making small talk? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should hear Bo's version of this. <laughs> and um, so he's just trying to make small talk. And then he later like somehow found himself into my DMs on Instagram. Slid into your DMs? He slid into the DMs. <laughs> and we had um, a beer at Pretentious, our yeah. first date, and um, which we now where I live above pretentious and that we now live but together together oh. yeah we don't we don't yeah we live in separate houses <laughs> newlyweds That's, it just works better we have really crazy schedules <laughs> sleep schedules are way different they are <laughs> you guys live above the bar that you first yeah. had your first date at how exciting I know and uh but it was so funny like if you saw a bow picture three years ago mm-hmm. and then now the Completely different human, but not, I didn't, he has just evolved and, like, become more of a fashionista. Yeah. And. <laughs> I, I was, somebody um, said, I, I know that name, Charity. She's coming on your podcast today. I said, yeah. And they said, can, can you show me a picture of her? So I pulled up your Instagram and showed him, and I was like, oh, and that's her husband right there. They're like, oh, that looks like a GQ model. Ah! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, this man had, oh, God, he's got the best hair. And he had this long, long, long hair when I first met him. And mm-hmm. he always just had everybody be like, Bo's got the best man bun. Best man bun hair. Man, bugs, man buns were big then, right? Oh, yeah. I still want to bring back the man bun. You I do? even proposed to him the other day. I was like, babe, can we just, like, grow your hair out and then, like, somehow get it so it can just, like, clip onto your hair when I want you to have a man bun? He, he goes, needs a weave. He goes, Absolutely not. <laughs> I was like, okay, I tried. I tried. I tried. But, um, yeah, so we met on my very first production job. Oh, that's cool. And, um, yeah, we got married this past June. That's awesome. And, and you said in France, right? Yeah. And took Jenny? Yeah. So he planned the whole thing. No way. Yeah. What was that like? What'd you guys do? Uh, so we technically had three weddings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, says the ex-wedding planner. It's fine. <laughs> so like maybe no, maybe that's the most charity thing I've ever heard. Yeah, three, little three extra, little extra. <laughs> it's so funny. Like when people like describe me, it's kind of scary. They're like, "Yeah, she's just really extra." Like, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Don't know if that's good or bad thing, but whatever. I think it's good. Um, yeah. So we had a super small ceremony here in Knoxville. Yeah. Um, literally, our parents and. Um, brother, his brother, and I, we each had a best friend there. Cool. And um, I literally wore a white pantsuit, and he wore just a black, solid, skinny suit. And yeah. my dog walked me down the aisle with my dad, <laughs> and it was in an old furniture ware- warehouse. That's and awesome. then we just went and had breakfast at Pete's Diner. And um, it was like, honestly, yeah, we went to France. Yes, we had a big party, you know, after we came back. But honestly— that morning was the absolute best thing. 
I think that's important. It's yeah. supposed to feel special, you yeah. know. And you guys didn't you didn't live together before that or anything, right? So we actually did live together before did that. You? Yeah. And um but yeah. Me and Sarah did too, and I feel like after you have that something's got to be special to yeah. make it different from then on out. Like I feel like being married needs to feel different than it did before. Yeah, and it definitely does. Yeah. And um but you need that like you need that milestone or like that delineation mark that like now I'm married. This is it. Yeah. And I think our big thing, Bo has always been like my biggest supporter, whether Mm -hmm. in anything like this man, he has loaded. I don't even want to talk about how many box trucks this man has loaded. Like literally that's how he got me. He was like that first job. He's like, can I help you load your box truck? I was like, yes. (laughs) I was like, he actually, that's some small talk. I I can get behind. That's some small talk. I can get behind (laughs) muscles. Load a box truck. Yes. (laughs) Um, But no, he's in like the other night we were making flat lay backdrops. That man went to bed at two, 2 a.m. because I was, I'd been hustling with other jobs and he hadn't been working. He was like, hey, I got this. Go home, get some sleep. Mm-hmm. And it's just what a like, guy. We'll, we'll keep him. Yeah, I think you should. I, we'll keep him. <laughs> we don't kick him to the curb yet. <laughs> was he your first employee at Honeybee? Yeah. Yeah. He, he got paid in beer and kisses. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I remember. I was like, I mean, because he was working so I was like, I mean, I can pay. He goes, just pay me beer and kisses. And he goes, an occasional dinner. I was like, we can do that. That's sweet. We can easily do that. That's really sweet. Yeah. Have you, has the uh, business grown quite a bit? Yeah. Are you still doing weddings? Um, I've taken one this year. So that's not a big part of your world anymore. No. And so did you transition strictly into production then? From there, from from the Marianne draft job and the, the Marianne draft job. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot that falls under the umbrella, as I like to say. So of Honeybee, of Honeybee, gotcha. Um, obviously production, mm-hmm. uh, interior styling, um, like staging and stuff. For yeah, okay. So we work with quite a few real estate agents Ooh. around Knoxville, and it's That's honestly cool. one of my favorite things I do. Um, just because there's not a lot of parameters about it. Like, they're just like, go make it look pretty. And you get to choose? I totally get just to, like, go shop the warehouse <clears throat> and just go. Shop your own warehouse? Shop my own warehouse and throw it in the box truck and go unload. And it's it's honestly really fun because a lot of them are flips and, yeah. Um, you know, recent remodels. And so there's no existing furniture. So yeah. I just walk in and it's just like. So do you take your, take your cues from architecture or just – you walk in and feel it. Like what? How do you? If you walk into a blank canvas, what do you? What do you use to kind of decide? Yeah, just like decide? architecture finishes yeah. uh, the area. Okay. Yeah, like North Knox houses have a completely different feel than West Knox. Sure. And um, you know, obviously. So that, you're thinking too about who the prospective buyer is. Yes. Oh. So there's some psychology involved. There is. There is. <laughs> but, yeah, typically I don't do a ton out west. That's just not my style. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not an all-white designer. I'm definitely yeah. just, like, colorful, um, you know, kind of boho meets mid-century eclectic. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely more my style. And that doesn't fit into a lot of, like, West Knox homes sure and that's not their potential buyer yeah like they want neutral white, but like mm-hmm. something that's non non in, or unintrusive or doesn't have a lot of personality they yeah. don't want to they don't want it to be 
too exciting and yeah. run off anybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's got too much personality. Exactly. I'm not buying this Exactly. House. And so, you know, obvious, like if you look at a lot of my designs, it's very colorful. Yeah. And, um, you know, heck, in my house, I have a pink couch. I have pink cabinets in my kitchen. And yeah. thank God my husband isn't afraid of the color pink yeah. because it's going to be a part of his life for, for a very long time. Yeah. So. What's some of your favorite design work that you've, that you've done? <sighs> Like, honestly, I was trying to think of some of the things I'm, like, most proud of. Like, looking back on it, just, like, the hustle. Some of the designs I'm not as crazy about, but the Anderson Tough Text job. The Shaw thing that we yeah. did together. That was a really big job that, that a- I think a lot of people are going to talk about for a long time. <laughs> we became was- a family on that. <laughs> we, really, we, we really did. Yeah. What was your take on that whole deal? Like, the whole project? The whole project. Um, It was... That is the project I grew the most as a designer. Mm-hmm. Um, just working with other designers from the company, right? And like learning from about- the from the flooring company. Yes. Okay. So the actual designers of the project. Yeah, and they, they were selling. They were. We were hired to um, to showcase their product, right? Yes. So we were we were hired to showcase their carpets and their um, and, and their hardwoods. And so just to give like a little background on how that all went down. Um, they had Shaw and Anderson. Shaw was launching a new a new brand called Anderson Tough Techs. I think they had acquired um, acquired a couple companies and put them together. But they wanted to instead of shooting this stuff in High Point, North Carolina, in a furniture studio with their stuff uh, just installed in you know a couple different studios, they wanted this stuff in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted to install this stuff and make it look like. Uh, like it was really in a real house, not in a studio somewhere. And that was an undertaking. We It took us how many, three or four months to shoot all these different products? How many products yeah. did we shoot? A hundred? It was over a hundred. Yeah. And we had to install and uninstall their flooring and their carpet like, in homes that, alre- that already had flooring. And, and We had like yeah. three layers of hardwood and then carpet on top of the hardwood. Yep. Like it was nuts. It was absolutely bananas. It was it was a huge job. Yeah. So you worked in tandem with their designers to pair your design with whatever the fit and finish of the flooring was. Yeah, and it was literally every style under the sun. Like yeah. it was farmhouse. It was modern. It was um, we had nautical. Like literally whatever it was, we were doing it in those four months. And I think that's where I really. Grew and, like, learned how to adapt to other styles, but not just, like, the charity style. Right, not just put your thumbprint on it, but but recreate something that you've seen before, maybe in one of those wedding magazines. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. But it was, like, really just, like, I learned how to work with the client and deliver what the client wanted versus, because a lot of times I'm just hired for charity style. Right. But it was just, like, they had a very specific vision that they wanted for each thing. Yeah. And so it was, like, implementing their vision. Gotcha. And so I think that was the project, literally, that I grew the most on. I mean, very quickly. When you're working, you know, three or four months on something, like, that's all you live, eat, and breathe, mm-hmm. which is not what I've done in a very long time. Um, on just one project, mm-hmm. it, you just, like, fully immerse yourself in it. You were a really big part of that project. Um, and I, I watched you grow throughout it but that was a very you succeeded in a big way i think on that i mean i could tell it was stretching you um stylistically yeah and that you were you were having to to get outside of your comfort zone a little bit but mm-hmm. everything looked good and that i think for me that's when i realized like 
she's the real deal. She's not just, she's not just, um, she's not, doesn't just have her style. She can do just about anything. Thank you. Like like I said, it pushed me in in the best way possible. Yeah. And um, I think one of the other projects I'm really proud of is the Food Network Kitchen. That's an awesome project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got to go to New York and like work on the actual branding of the app, mm-hmm. which was so incredible. So literally when I open up the app, like there's my work behind their logo. Yeah. They're putting a lot of focus on that app too. discovery yeah. now that they own food network is yeah. really putting a lot of, a lot of focus on making that app b- big. Yeah. And when you press the app on, on your phone, I'm looking at your stuff. Yeah. Your- <laughs> I like still get like the nervous, like giggles when I see, it. I'm like, Oh. It just doesn't really seem real. But that was just like one of those projects. I literally stood over a flat lay board for about 14 hours a day for about four days straight. When I tell you my hamstrings were killing me, Mm -hmm. I literally, I've never been so tired in my entire life. So flat lays, is that like uh, a camera is overhead looking straight down onto Mm -hmm. something? Is that what that is? And so you're... Are you looking at a monitor and placing stuff and just kind of getting stuff fixed for camera? Um, the majority of the time, yes. Mm-hmm. This one, I did not have a monitor. So literally, I would have to ask the photographer, I'm like, shoot it. And then I would look at the image and then mm-hmm. I'd have to like move stuff. So You didn't have a, live view that you could look at? No. Which, you know, in retrospect, I was like, next time, can we can we get a live view on yeah. here? I was like, this will go a little faster. Yeah. Um, but it was... Like I said, great experience, and flat lays are one of the most challenging things to me, but I really, really enjoy them and just enjoy, like, the actual composition and the colors. And another thing I've—one of my other, like, favorite projects is the end cards for HGTV. Mm-hmm. They were all stop motion, and so I had to create the HGTV logo um, using um, different types of mediums. Like, one time I spray-painted Himalayan salt and literally used— um, are you familiar with Dragon? I'm the uh, yeah, the Dragon Frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the stop motion software. <laughs> so literally, they like overlay the HGTV logo, and I have like a plastic knife, and I'm moving like four kernels of like Himalayan salt at a time, and have to create the whole logo and stop motion. to where it happens in stop motion. But everything was monochromatic, so we had pink, blue, yellow, and so yeah, all I, of them had different themes. Yeah, I remember seeing like an HGTV logo made out of like potting soil, and I did that. You did? Yeah. <laughs> that's gotta be that's gotta be such a different mindset from staging a house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Making a making a room look beautiful to where somebody walks in and has an emotional connection to it. Now you're taking all of your 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 style and your styling knowledge, and you're creating this thing that's four two feet by four feet mm-hmm. on a on a you know on a piece of plywood or yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, that just speaks. <clears throat> I think that speaks to how important it is to have. To have good style and to have a good eye. Well, and honestly, and I mean, I think the biggest thing I learned is I have to have so many things under my umbrella that I can make money doing. Mm-hmm. Whether that be styling houses, doing, you know, art direction for production, uh, flowers. I still do flowers. Really? Yeah. I mean, we do. I have an Airbnb. Um, so you, you, know, own, you own an Airbnb? I do. Um, in North Knox, and it's styled very bright. Very you? <laughs> very charity. Um, you know, so there's, a, in total, I have about six or seven things under my umbrella. Mm-hmm. So we always have a revenue stream. Yeah. And as a freelancer, you never know. 
how your year is going to go in production. Right. And thankfully, you know, things have ramped back up compared to last year where we had like the, the discovery changeover. And, yeah. um, but yeah, it's been a good year. Last yeah. year was really great. I mean, February has been absolutely booked. It's usually slow. I know. I'm like, Jesus. I was <laughs> like, if this is, this is slow season, I was like, I'm going to have to hire three more people to get through busy season. So have you hired anybody that, um, that wants you to pay him money and not beer and kisses? Yes. You have? Yes. <laughs> and she, oh God, she is a, such a blessing in my life. Um, Elizabeth. So I was introduced to her through Kristen, your yeah, producer. Kristen Mashney, yeah. Yeah. And um, she got, was in on that Shaw job. We needed hands yeah. to move stuff. And uh-huh. she was like, ah, I think I know someone. And so she calls Elizabeth, and here she comes, like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and um, just hustler. Yeah. And um, she's 23. Um, she just finished school. I've She's worked with me about a year and a half, brought her on full-time in January. And I could not be more proud of her. Awesome. I, I went on vacation, and Kristen called me, and she was like, Literally, it's like you're here, but you're not here. It's great. And um, you have a like, proxy now. Oh God, I'm so glad. Yeah. That has been my dream to clone myself. Yeah. And I think I've done it. You found yourself a little charity. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. She started working when she was in school. Yeah. Exactly. This is this all checks out. I know. I yeah. love it. That's so fantastic. She's she's doing great. Yeah. And so she, we're officially you know able to divide and conquer. And like, so you she, can take more jobs now. Exactly. That's so fun. Yeah. That's smart too. Is it? Is it? Um, I think I know the answer to this. Is it stressful <laughs> to know that you've got a mouth to feed now and that you've got to mm-hmm. definitely bring the money in? Mm-hmm. No slow months anymore? No slow months. But, um, you know, I've got a lot of things planned for this year. Yeah. And it's just like I income is steady Good. at this point. Yeah. And so and you can forecast a little bit. Too. I can forecast a lot better. Yeah. Um, where before? Weddings you can forecast. Yeah. Production? Eh. But literally with those production, like first year, it was 35 weddings plus production. I was rolling it in. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I've never seen money like this before in my life. But I'm also <laughs> working 100 plus hours a week. It's fine. <laughs> I am sleep deprived. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Charity Honeycut. It's fine. It's fine. I feel like that's your slogan. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. But you know what also stands out to me as one of my favorite jobs? What? Um, the Patricia Nash job when I first worked with Pop Fizz. What was that? I don't know that job. Do I? Yes. So it was at like this French like cottage house. It was it was a handbag shoot, obviously. Yeah, her her company is really kind of taken off, right? Oh. It's huge. Yeah. So she makes she makes purses and handbags out of Italian leather, right? Yes, and it was a product shoot for her, mm-hmm. and that was one of the first jobs I'd worked for you. Really? And Jenny had introduced me to BA through mm-hmm. long networking yeah. process. Oh, Brian Allen. But I remember I was moving a huge fiddle leaf around all day, <laughs> literally just like I mean, this thing probably weighed. That's, I don't a, know. that's a tree. That's a tree. A, a live tree. A live tree. <laughs> A very live, real tree that weighs a lot. It sounds heavy. And I remember you literally. I mean, this was a big. It, it was a big shoot. Was we it? probably had like thirty. We probably had thirty to forty crew on it. Like it was mm. big. I do remember that now. Yeah, it was still photography, right? Yes, I remember it. And it was a big shoot. Yeah, like a lot of people up from Atlanta, yep. like Nashville. Yeah, all the talent was from Atlanta. Yeah, wardrobe stylist was from Atlanta, and so I was doing props. And I remember. 
this was literally one of my first production jobs too. And I was, I remember I was toting that that big thing around. And I mean, I was literally like in sprint mode when BA was like, huh, we need to do this. And I would like run over and like, you know, adjust it like an inch and a half, like run back. And I was just like, po- like poised, like ready to go. And I remember like we stood up and you literally get the megaphone and you go, I just want to take a minute to acknowledge Charity Honeycutt. She deserves a slow clapping. You literally. <laughs> and I, and you don't know how much that meant to me in that moment because I didn't know, like, I think that was like maybe my second production job. Really? I don't even know that I'd worked for Marianne at that point. Really? And I remember I just teared up because really? I thought I was doing such a bad job. Really? Yes. Aww. I'm about, I'm to, about to tear right up now. right here. <laughs> And it was like one of those things, like looking back on it, it was like, I think I found my niche. Oh. I think I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm literally tearing up right now. But you, like, that was such a defining moment in my career. And it was like, you acknowledged that I was hustling and that I was like, actually, okay at what I was doing. Was I great at that moment? No. But you were like, she, this girl is working for it. And oh. like, you started to slow clap. And literally, like, did everybody 30, start clapping? Yes. <laughs> tears welled up in my eyes because I had literally been praying all day. I was like, God, please help me. Please help me. I was like, I'm messing up. Oh, that is so sweet. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Thanks, Ben. Oh, there's the defining moment I was asking about. That was it. That was it. That's what I knew. I was supposed to be in production. Well, you're kicking ass. Well, thanks. You know what? It's it's a group effort. It's a collective effort. And uh, it takes, takes a really solid team. And I've now really great team and yep. I've got those contractors I can call. Yeah. When and, you need to backfill and, and and bring other people in to make your team yep. bigger. Yep. And so it's been a gradual process. Yeah. <laughs> the um the food network kitchen stuff that, that mm-hmm. you did um was with is that you did in New York. Was that with Hannah? Yeah. Hannah Slaughter? Uh, she's, you know she's my neighbor? Uh she it, lives right here. I, right over here. <laughs> Can we just talk about Hannah Slaughter? Yes, we can, because I <laughs> love her. She's one of my favorite people in the entire world. Yeah. Um, she and I have an absolute blast working together. Yeah. And so it's one of those things we definitely vibe. Mm-hmm. We get each other creatively. And, um, yeah, I always just, like, when I walk in on a set with Hannah, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a great set. And she's like, I know what she wants at this point, which is really, really nice. I don't have any surprises, like, I don't, there's very few times she's like, mm, I don't like that. And right. so it's just like, nice. You guys speak the same language a little bit? The same language. Mm-hmm. So. You seem like one of her non-negotiables. Like, I, I, <laughs> I think, I think she, she'd fire me and keep, keep yes. you all day long. <laughs> yes. No, and like, I honestly, she's, you know, she took me to New York and it was like one of those, I just like thanked her over and over again for the yeah. opportunity just because like I knew how big that was. Mm-hmm. And like, how many stylists are there in New York? How many food stylists? Tons. Like, and, like, she chose to fly me up. Mm-hmm. That's and, a huge vote of trust. Yeah. And um, it was one of those things. I, you know, hopefully we get to do a lot more shoots like that. But it was just, like, I think that was one of, like, the, de- like, other big defining moments in my career. And, like, she let me... I worked with her on those end cards, the stop motion end cards. Oh, those were her too. Yeah. So some of my favorite projects have come from Hannah. She mm-hmm. is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And how she sees color is just 
it's really amazing. You guys seem to vibe really well. I dig her. Yeah, I think you guys are a great partner. And her husband is great too. I yeah, like, what's his name? James. James. And he's a fashion guy, right? Yes. Yeah. So he works for John H. Daniel. So Man, we do. they're so cool. I, this I is know. a cool family. I know. I was like, y'all, y'all are like artsy fartsy. Yeah. I was like, ah. Oh. But, you know, he's like Mr. GQ with all the suits at John H. Daniel. And then, you know, she's like the color creative, like boss babe. Yeah. And um, no, they're. They're really cool together. Bo and I were like, when I grow couple, up, couples goals. We always talk about Hannah and James. Yeah. Couples goals. Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, what do you have coming up that you're excited about? We just got off of we did we did a Food Network shoot together in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. Did we do that like last month? We or did something? one yesterday, and we did one. We did the Food Network kitchen shoot uh, the last two days. Yes, we've been on that together. That was super fun. That's and that stuff looks so good. Yeah. Thanks in large part to you. Well, thank you. What else is coming up? Um, we've got lots of uh tomorrow I'm doing some styling for an interior designer for her portfolio. So she's designed the houses. I'm going in um staging them for the photographer, which oh, is super cool. fun. Yeah. Um we've got some shoots um with you guys. Yeah. Um also heading to Nashville for a job. Um Is that with, with Mike Figlio? That man. <laughs> Love him so much. Love him so much. He's like one of my favorites. And you know what? I'll say if he's calling you from Nashville to bring you in, he's really impressed by you. Because, again, like New York, they've got designers there. They have people. Yeah. So, so That's but, great. But, yeah, no, I've had a few jobs in Nashville, but it would be nice to, you know, be able to travel down there, have girlfriends that live down there, yeah, and be able to, you know, have dinner with them after set, that kind of stuff, too, because – I think one of my big goals for this year was I've been so involved in building the business and, you know, working those 100-hour weeks. And it's one of those things, like, I've really let some personal relationships fall to the wayside Mm -hmm. um, as far as my girlfriends. And that's one of my huge goals for this year, like, carving out time. And um, really making an effort because I've missed a lot of things. Yeah. I've missed showers. I've missed birthdays. I've yeah. missed, you know. And, you know, I don't regret it. I do and I don't. I did it for a reason. But at the same time, I now have established myself that I can send someone to do it. And I can spend the time with you now. Yeah. Um. So I had to do that. And a lot of I feel like a lot of people didn't understand that. Yeah. I was always busy, well, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And a lot of people, it takes them a little while after college or after school to kind of find their way a little bit. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you just started sprinting. <laughs> 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 I sprinted as hard as I could yeah. in the opposite direction. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, and I feel like personally I I was growing through the business but my personal life, I was just, I was very stagnant for a very long time. Um, I dated a lot of, uh, and a lot of very bad choices in the dating world. <laughs> we'll just, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> you made a good one most recently with Bo. Exactly. And um, I focused a lot of my energy on men in my life at yeah. that point. That if was I, your social, that was your social outlet? If I had a second to spare, I was mm-hmm. trying to invest it into a relationship, yeah. which those all failed. Right. And when I met Bo, I was actually taking a year off 
I was like, I'm going to be completely single. Man, ban? Oh, literally, I was like this with Bo. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, You're no, not no, coming no, in. no, 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 no. And, um, but yeah, so that, I really want to work on myself personally this year mm-hmm. and self-care. I yeah. feel like, you know, a lot of people preach it, but it's just like one of those things, like, I actually want to make time for me and my husband. I mm-hmm. want to make time for me and my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. I, hey, if I need a day off, take a day off. Without feeling guilty about Without it. Without feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. So that's been a big goal for me because yeah. I have a really hard time letting go because mm-hmm. this is my baby. Yeah. It's my baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you – so self-care, is that like – Manicures, pedicures, massages, and stuff like that? Or is that like going running? <laughs> that, you know, I don't run a ton now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of fell out of out of love with it for really? a minute. Yeah, well, I did half marathons in, um, for a hot minute after yeah. college. And when you're, you know, a 400, 800 girl, like those half marathon runs, you're like, oh, God, this is so far. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of been a process to get back into running. Yeah. I hope to get back into it, Mm -hmm. Um, but I do love to lift. Um, But honestly, it's just like, hey, like honestly, it's spending time with my husband and girlfriends. headspace kind of stuff. Headspace. And just like today, I hadn't had, um, I literally don't think I had a day off in like two and a half weeks. And so, guess what? I went and had my hair done today. Awesome. Yeah, I was so excited. I had my curly girl cut for the first time. It looks really good. I wish people could see it. Are you seeing all these curls, Paul? <laughs> yeah, I think you can see him on the podcast. <laughs> that's how good they are. Well, it's like one of those things. Like that's another thing. It's just like I'm finally a confident person. Yeah. In who I am, and it's taken me a hot minute. I had to marry the right man. I had mm-hmm. to get my business to the right spot. Mm-hmm. And I always like. I know curly hair is a weird subject to bring up, no. but like. Curly hair is like a weird thing. I even had like men tell me they didn't like curly hair. So I always straightened it. Yeah, I always straightened it. And so now I feel like I'm finally just like coming to my own skin. Mm -hmm. And it's just like I feel confident and want to embrace like the natural grabbing, Not grabbing your self-worth from other people's opinions. No, I really – I don't look to other people for approval. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was always that was the person I was when I was younger. But you don't seem like an insecure person to me. You never, you never have. Is that is that a thing you've uh, dealt with or struggled with, or like getting your self worth from the wrong place, or uh, is that ever something you've had to deal with? Honestly, with certain people, yes. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority, I mean, I think me as a human, I've always looked to approval from people. I am a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Like you started the slow clap. Mm-hmm. I was looking for. Approval. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where I stood. Right. Am I? I am. I am confident um, in certain aspects of my life. My work. I questioned at an early stage. I've gotten way more confident about it, but I don't ever want to be cocky. That's my thing. Like, I don't you pick need, up on that ever from you. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I just want to be confident because you know, when someone asks you a question, you need to be able to you know respond with resounding like i know what's going on <laughs> yeah yeah you have to be confident yeah. without being over the top about exactly it. um but yeah no i think i definitely struggled um just with some self-confidence issues just especially um after college just kind of like navigating my way through you know building a business yeah. i didn't know what i was doing i didn't have a mentor <laughs> there's no roadmap there's no roadmap yeah. like I've dug and dug and dug and, like, just tried to figure it out on my own. Like, literally, 
Jenny was the closest thing to a mentor right. I had, yeah. which I consider her a mentor, but yeah. we did completely different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jenny even taught me everything from health insurance <laughs> to, like, yeah. you know, uh, how to write a contract for you a You know wedding. what's funny is when I was starting my own business, I, I, I went out to lunch with Jenny, and I had a lot of yeah. questions for her because she was doing what I wanted to do just in a different yeah. field, and she had it figured out. Yeah, no, Jenny is a brilliant businesswoman. And just like, she's also one of those people that has like 10 things under her umbrella mm-hmm. that she can do. And yep. she can, you know, you just have to be multi-talented and mm-hmm. know how to make money. Mm-hmm. And I've got a couple projects coming up this year and I'm super excited to launch them. Um, can't talk about them yet. Cool. Um, but like I'm itching and I should be able to announce them in a couple of weeks. Awesome. Um, I wanted to be able to announce them on my birthday, which is Tuesday. But <laughs> not there not, yet. Not <laughs> I'm glad that we get to release this podcast for your birthday. I know. That's really exciting. It's the big three. Oh. Yeah. And it's You've done the- so much shit by the age of 30. <laughs> well, thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. I'm so happy for you. I. It's one of those things like um, 30 scared me like four years ago. Yeah. It did. Yeah. Like I'm when with I you. when I thought about it, I was like, oh, God. that's old as hell. That's oh god, I dread it so bad. Yeah. And then like it's here. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited about it. Like, I have so much planned for this year. I married my best friend. Yeah. The business is doing great. You know, I've got big goals for this year. And it's one of those things like um I have a sibling um who's not really excelled in life. Mm-hmm. Um like still finding their way, but definitely finding their way. Yeah. We're Brother very, or sister? uh, sister, sister, okay. half sister. Okay. And, um, we're just very, very, very different yeah. humans. And, uh, she never lived with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you guys aren't really, I mean, are you that close or I haven't spoken to her in five years? Yeah. Gotcha. But you know, it's one of those things in and out of drug rehab, pregnant yeah. at 16, like we're very different. Humans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things like, I think about her life because mm-hmm. she's eight years older than me, mm-hmm. and I can be comfortable to turn be turning thirty. Yeah, it's like I've done stuff. Done. done I've traveled. Shit. I've started a business. Yeah, married my best friend. It's okay. Yeah, and like I'm excited. Everyone talks about their thirties. They're like it's the best years. Yeah, and so I'm really excited to see where they go. Honestly, me too. Yeah. Can I hang out with your husband sometime? Oh Jesus! How many times are you going to ask this? <laughs> Is, is the answer still absolutely not? You know what, Ben? You're slowly pro- – like, it was absolutely not for, like, two years. Okay. <laughs> You're just afraid how I'm going to send him home, right? That is the that – is I'm, like, afraid, like, Marie's will happen. Yeah, some karaoke. Some karaoke Like a, will like a real hangover uh, movie scenario. Yes, no. I'm always, He's on the roof somewhere. I can't find him. Exactly. <laughs> that is, like, Ben in a nutshell. <laughs> Charity, thank you so much for coming by. It's been really great. No, I've had so much fun. I appreciate it a lot. Let me come back again. (laughs) You're a friend of the show now. Yes, I got a t-shirt too. You did get a Uh, t-shirt? Happy birthday. Thank you. All right, Charity. That was awesome. I appreciate her stopping by so much. I appreciate you guys for listening. Please follow me on Instagram at South of Scruffy. Send me an email. South of Scruffy at gmail.com. Um, I got a couple t-shirts left. I'm not going to slow down yet. If you guys send me a size and a way to get it to you, 
will give you these new, awesome South of Scruffy t-shirts. We've got coffee mugs coming soon, too. A little bit of swag coming your way. Guys, thanks a lot for listening. I am very grateful that you're here. Tune in next week. We'll do it again. Thanks a lot, guys. Matt Honkinen, play me out. <laughs>